On today's show, going into 2023, the Dallas Mavericks need to have some New Year's resolutions. What are things the Mavericks absolutely have to do? One of them is to resolve the Christian Wood situation. We'll talk about that and more on today's Lockdown Mavs. I'm Luka Doncic, and this is Lockdown Mavs. I don't believe you shouldn't be here. And welcome. You are locked on to the Dallas Mavericks. My name is Nick Engstead, media member and NBA channel manager for the Locked On Podcast Network. Thanks for making Locked On Mavs your first listen each and every day. Remember, Locked On Mavs is free and available on all podcast platforms, including YouTube. But the best way you can help us grow the show is to comment anything below. Let me know in the comment section, what's one New Year's resolution the Mavericks should have? Just one in the comment section on YouTube. You can tell us on Twitter at LockdownMavs. Today's episode is brought to you by Bet Online. Bet Online is to cover the season with more props, odds, and lines than ever before. Bet Online, where the game starts. And joining me, as always, my co host, writer, contributor at Mavs.com. The old Lang Zine Zine. The one more thinking, what you got for me, Isaac Harris? What was that? Old Lang Zine is the song that you sing at New Year's. Wow. Did you sing it? No, but people do. <laughs> did you eat the. Uh... Like uh, black eyed peas and cabbage and I did not cornbread. No, I did not do that. Yeah, I didn't either. I'm not a superstitious person at all. That's that, 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 I, I had to look up the lyrics to it, but that's that song. Should all acquaintance be for be forgot and never brought to mind? Da, na, 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 na. Don't add that to the intro song. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, uh, yeah, what you got for me, Isaac Harris? <laughs> New Year's resolutions. It's that time of the year, you know? It's like, uh, you know, I was thinking of the other day, you know, everybody likes to make their gym memes uh, for right now of like, you know, all the regulars that go to the gym all the time, how it must feel for them at the first of the year. You're like, here we go. <laughs> and, you know, everybody hops on board and you like, you wish them well, but you know, they're all going to drop off and they yep. start off strong. And it makes me think about NBA podcasts at the beginning of the NBA hey, season. Hey, let's go. And then some people just stick around. Listen, and, uh, listen, who's still here for you, Raccoon Squad? <laughs> who's still here for you five years later? Every, every day. freaking day. <laughs> We're still here. We're not going anywhere. Sick or not. <laughs> yeah, Isaac is going on. He just used the cough button. Uh, remember back. Tweet at us if you remember when Isaac didn't have a cough. Button. <laughs> I didn't have a cough you know, you asked me before. You're like, I think your sicknesses stick around. You know what? I didn't get to. You know what's different now is we have two other humans in our house and our kids. There you go. Yeah. So now it's just like one out of four people <laughs> ha- has to get sick, and then the whole house. You get gets healthy, and sick. then the other one's still like dealing with the sickness and passes it back to you. <laughs> like, yep. It's like no, keep the potato over there. It's like a game of knockout. You guys are trying to play. <laughs> And then you, you know, you love your kids so much and they're sick. You're like, I don't even care. Just like, I'll cuddle with you all day. And then you get sick. You're like, all right, now I care. <laughs> get away from me. Get away from me. Infestation. Oh man. So yeah, Isaac's still dealing with the sickness. So the voice is still up and down, but today we're going to get into Dallas Mavericks, New Year's resolutions. So we'll start with Christian Wood, the contract extension. We'll definitely talk about that. We'll get into a couple things with Luca, Christian Wood, Dinwiddie, a couple of things for players and a couple of things for the organization as well that we think that they should put on their New Year's resolution list. Um, first one, let's start with this. The Mavs got to get healthy. <laughs> I'll just, I'll throw that one as like a, this is kind of a throwaway obvious one, but um, 
You know, it's kind of strange. Like Josh Green's injury has been the longest one. He he was out on December 10th. Maxi went out on December 14th. Dorian went out on December 21st. So it's like, I I think we didn't think Josh's was the most extreme, but it's been he's been out the longest. It was and, such uh, an under the radar like so injury. weird. It was and such a was weird. Like, oh, he's out. Also, before let's let's say before all these guys were injured were injured. Uh, so let's say when before Dorian was injured. The Mavericks had 112.5 defensive rating, which is like fine. Since the injuries, 115.9, and that's in the seven-game win streak. <laughs> their, their defense has has dropped, you know, f- three points, and they still went on a win streak. So that that shows you how bad their defense has really been over this yeah. last stretch. So one of the one of the first things, get healthy, right? Let's the get Dorian like, back. I got you. Get Josh Green back. That'll that'll be huge for this lineup going forward. Yeah, because when those guys went out, Luca's like, all right, I don't think we can replace him defensively. I'm just going to have to go supernova to keep us afloat. And, and, then, and then he did, and now, you know. I need a recovery beer. All right, the next one. The Dallas Mavericks should resolve the Christian Wood contract situation. They actually, in 2023, they have to, right? Like, they have to because he's an expiring. resolve. He's an expiring contract. So, at a certain point, they're either going to have to extend him Wait it out and then, or extend him, try to trade him, or wait it out and try to re-sign him in the offseason. Or the fourth thing that I feel like a lot of Mavs fans are just like sitting, waiting, and they'll put their hands in their face, put their uh, face in their hands and be like, ugh, we knew it, is just let him walk for nothing, right? And I don't think that should yeah. be an option at this point. Um, according to Tim McMahon today on ESPN, he said, sources told ESPN the Mavs have interest in a two-year extension, which would be for a maximum of thirty-six million dollars. That would be about eighteen million annually. That's the max they can allow they can extend him to right now. It's you're allowed to extend him one hundred and twenty percent of his salary the year before. So fourteen million he's making right now. One hundred eighty percent of that would take you to uh, I think seventeen million, and then he'd be able to make nineteen million this, that second year if they just wanted to do that two-year deal. What are the pros and cons of a two-year deal for Christian Wood on both sides? Oh, man. Um, I mean, for Dallas, you know, you're looking at I was going to pull up this tweet that is talk had uh, from earlier. I'm going to already have it pulled up. Um, but, you know, from from Dallas, you know, their their side of it's looking at it saying, all right. You're just over the, the last, you know, you're you're basing this off the last what, two months, right? Last last month of the season, um, because like we said before. When you go back to the trade, they didn't give up hardly anything for him to take the swing, take the chance. Day one, they made the trade. They said, hey, we're going to it's prove it for us to him. It's him to prove it to us. Because, you know, Istok, I think, had a, a great tweet yesterday. He said, the pressure is on for Dallas to do something with the Woods situation. Can't afford Brunson 2.0. But I think the pressure is on Woods camp as well. This is the seventh team that would move on from him if they trade him. Two and a half months to show and prove his worth on a new team from scratch. Like, this would be the seventh seventh team in the league to say, no, the Christian Wood experience isn't for us, right? Like, it's not worth it. Yeah, and, you know, and even I mean, if you don't even want to count the ones before he, he started like breaking out, he had a great season in Detroit, a rebuilding team, and he's a younger player, and they said no. Right. Like in Houston, did, Houston did the same thing. They're just trying to get rid of him. So that's the thing is like, has he done enough over the past two months for you to say yes? We want to give you a long-term contract. That's why I think, I mean, we threw out the two-year deal thing, you know, what, last week yeah. as a possibility. I think the two-year deal is great because then it's like in between. I, if they announced a two-year deal and Christian Woods camp agreed to it right now, 
we'd be coming on the spot and I'd be saying it's a great deal. Like, listen, and I've, I've been, I feel like I've been the one advocate in Mavs media of like, Hey, what if Christian Wood won't accept this side of a deal? Well, if he, if he would accept the two year extension, he at least by his 29, like year 20, like his, he'd be 29 at the end of that deal. So he would have another opportunity to get another deal, right? That that's right in the middle of your prime at that point. And $36 million would double his career earnings so far. So he would at least get that guaranteed at that point and then still have an opportunity to get a bigger contract at the end of this if all goes well, you know, Mavericks and Christian Woodwise. And so I think that would be the, the best option. And for some of you that are saying, well, why don't you just take, why don't, why don't they just extend him to the, the full four? Why, why are we even talking about this? It's still a question for the Mavericks, right? As much as it might not be a question for you, for what you've seen over this last you know, seven game stretch or this this little stretch we've seen from Christian Wood, it's still a question for the Mavericks. Do they want to commit to Christian Wood, this player that has has bounced around teams and has had problems with coaches in the past and has had these situations? He's in a contract year right now, doing all the right things, saying all the right things. We've seen nothing from him since he joined the Dallas Mavericks to say, you know what, uh, this guy sucks. Like uh, as, as as a person, as a player in the locker room, like all that. Like I don't know if we want to commit to this guy, but. That's not what that's not what his track record has said before in the past. So that's what the Mavericks are looking at and saying, okay, do we want to commit four years to this guy and some of our cap space going forward and say, all right, this is a guy, especially considering the Rockets tried to trade him for an entire calendar year and couldn't yeah. and couldn't trade him to the Mavericks. We're like, all right, he's an expiring deal. We'll give you this really late first round pick and they'll and and take all of our, all of these you know, expiring, expiring contracts. Yeah. Take all these expiring contracts from us. And they're like, sure, fine, we'll take that. And so that's what that's what the Mavericks are all trying to figure out in all this. And so on Christian Wood's side, on the Mavericks side of it, they have to resolve this contract. It's it's going to be resolved in 2023. We'll, we'll have we'll have some kind of decision to it. I just don't yeah. know if it's going to be before the trade deadline, at the trade deadline, after the trade deadline, or in when free agency starts. And that's what it's going to come down to. Um, after after the break, I have a resolution in in this ballpark for Christian Wood for this year. Talk about Christian Wood and more coming up. But before we do, let me tell you about Bet Online. It's the best place to check out the odds and lines inside and outside of sports. You can go to Bet Online right now. You don't have to find a LeBron one because I know that everyone loved your LeBron your LeBron take yesterday. That you were not interested in that one. Let me try to find one you are interested in. Yeah. Um, Pacers Sixers. Pacers have been playing pretty well. Sixers are fine. Sixers okay. at home. Single game. What do you think the spread is for this? Um, six and a half. Sixers by seven and a half. That one's good. This one's more interesting, actually. Hawks okay. at Kings. Kings have been playing well. Hawks should be a better team on paper. What's the spread on that one? Kings at home. Uh, Kings by four. Kings by one. So head to bet online. That one's an interesting one. Check it out. See what's available. They also have other stuff. They have NFL. They have uh, college sports. They'll have baseball. They'll have everything going forward. They also have a lot of like uh, overseas basketball and a lot of other things like that. Hockey. So check it out. It's bet online where the game starts. Starts. All right, Isaac Harris. Thanks for making Lockdown Maps your first listen each and every day in every post game. Now go make your second listen, Locked On Sports Today, the great show covering all things in sports. Great stuff on the um, on the Hamblin stuff yesterday from the Bill, the Bills player that went down. Uh, great coverage on all sides from them. All right, New Year's resolution. Give me another one for Christian Wood. Uh, get paid. Mm. Yeah, I, I think I think for him this year and, and like take away team success and everything. I think for him in his camp, you gotta you gotta go get your money like. 
you're going for the four-year contract right now for, for Dallas. Like if you're him and his agent, because you're looking at it saying we're playing really good basketball. He plays well with Luca. He loves playing with Luca. They seem like they're getting along. So like you, if, if you're him and his agent, then you're wanting the four-year deal. And then if not, you're going to free agency. You know what you want? <laughs> you want the most money you can make because you don't know when this chance is going to happen again. Right. He hasn't seen teams line up for him before. He hasn't seen seen teams across the league line up to trade for him either. So right now he's showing he's showing a little bit to the Mavericks and to everybody over these past because you're asking the Mavs and any team around the league right now you're you're pumping out stats to anybody who will listen that you know hey look he's playing for a winning basketball team right now and you know you got to be aggressive you know if if you're his representation about that and saying get that get that out there because look he is playing really good basketball for a good basketball team, a playoff caliber team, he can do this. So, but if you're him right now, everything's pointing up for you. You got to go get your money where wherever that's at. I'm just focused on his camp right now uh, that you got to go get paid this year. Something we talked about yesterday on the show after the uh, after the the last Rockets game. How many Rockets games have there been? <laughs> I'm, I'm done with them. So done with watching that Rockets team. Um, he mentions like first half my tr- my defense was trash. Second half I thought we played a lot better as a team. I think he knows where his money is made. He's heard from the coaches, he's heard from his coaching staff and he's heard that hey, you got to be able to defend at a playoff level in order to stick around this team. If he starts defending at a playoff level, like I think the Mavericks might consider that four-year deal, right? If he if he all of a sudden takes the rim protection he's been showing recently and adds some, you know, better decision making, adds some not falling asleep at the wheel at times, adds some you know, some more on the defensive end. I think the Mavericks would just line up for that deal. If he can be a viable defensive center, that would be massive for this team. Uh, but it's all if it's all if you believe over the past few weeks. That's that's all what it boils down to. Saying, hey, over these past over this past month or so, do you believe this is who he is moving forward? If you believe it, then you line up for the extension. If you're kind of on the on the edge about it, you're like, oh, I don't know. He's kind of done this in Detroit and Houston too, and I, we don't know. I I would be surprised if Dallas at this exact moment, unless something changes over the next few weeks, I'd be surprised if Dallas went to the four for full four for seventy seven. I still think that two year mark is probably where Dallas wants to get this thing done with. It's just a matter of Christian Wood and Brian Windhorst said something the other day on his um, conversation with uh, um, Bobby, Bobby Marks. I was saying he pointed out he's like, yeah, look at two of the teams that have big money this offseason, Detroit and Houston, two teams that. You know, kind of passed on the Christian Wood experience after they had him in, uh, in their house. So, Houston does not want him back. Let's, let's yeah. be clear about so, that. All the players and anybody. So, so now it that doesn't determine a lot because teams can create cap space. All it takes is one team to, you know, do a signing trade and all of that. So you don't want to like not resolve the situation and then just like, oh, okay, because you know, just play out the season because you don't think anybody's going to pay him. You don't want to play that game again. I think if you're Dallas, Again. you gotta, yeah, you you gotta figure out some type of, some type of, some form of an extension, or he's got to be traded. I don't think any of us or this fan base can go through again, you know, going past the trade deadline and there's no extension. You're like, hey, we're just gonna like uh, play this sucker out. It's like, all right, cool. Oh man, you're a casual. Um, can I say one for the organization? I got one more for Christian Wood and and for uh, for Luca. Let's let's do let's continue the Christian Wood talk with this. Okay. Unless it's Christian Wood related, but uh, 
the Mavs have to keep embracing Luka and Christian Wood. As long as this is the iteration oh, yeah. and this is the lineup that this this Mavericks team has, they have to keep embracing it. They have to keep playing them together. Christian Wood as a role man has been insane. If you saw Kevin O'Connor posted the the best rolling, uh, the best like duos in the NBA, Luka and Christian Wood was the number one in the entire NBA as far as a pick and roll ball handler, pick and roll roller. Who's number two? It was, uh, wasn't it Dinwiddie and Wood? Yeah. Which that, that one surprised that me. That one really surprised me. It's like it doesn't happen very often. And the third one was a Mavs related one too. It just it shows Luka, you how much. Yeah, it was yeah. Luca and Dwight. Shows you how much pick and roll Dallas runs. Um, Luca or Christian Wood is a roll man. He's in the ninety three percentile as a roller, which is super high, one of the highest, especially for a, a guy with with high volume as a roller. There's only twenty five players in the NBA that have two or more possessions as a pick and roll roller where they actually receive the ball and get the ball. Christian Wood number one among all those players. In points per possession, 1.53. He's essentially scoring like almost every single time he gets the ball <laughs> in the role. The Mavs have to keep embracing that. And I mentioned that number, 1.53 points per 100 possessions. Number two is Clint Capella, 1.42. Number three is Anthony Davis, 1.37. Like it drops off so far. Christian Wood is just far and away the most effective roller in the NBA. And it's only been 18% of his possessions this year. These are yeah. some of the other players, like some star players, or like what their percentage is of rolling. Aiton is 26%, Embiid is 22%, Mobley 21%, Bam uh, 21%. So like they can they can go to that a little bit more. They haven't. We've talked about why they haven't because Luca gets doubled. You can't run a pick and roll if Luca gets doubled. Like it just doesn't it just doesn't work very often. Um, but they need to just embrace that duo more. Embrace the pick and roll like even more with those two. Yeah, however, however you do it, you just gotta find continue finding minutes with them together. And the offense has been like 126 points per hundred possession with those two guys on the floor this year. It's just been absolutely like blowing the doors off of people, which has been awesome to see. Yeah, give me your next one for the organization. Um, I said this the other day on um in in Studio 41. We just had we had to pick one. Uh, this was a few weeks ago, before the new year ended, before the year ended, we don't set like, limits on it over here at Locked On Maps. Anytime <laughs> we say a number, let's do five. We each do like seven. <laughs> yeah, we do like twelve. Um, and the one resolution that I try to have be broad enough was for the organization: think outside of the box when it comes to building around Luca. Mm. I think for the the first these first handful of years with Luca, they've been very defined on the exact player, the exact roles the exact positions that they want every single person to play alongside Luca and their spots on the floor and who they are, their exact like player traits. One of the reasons why they didn't extend Brunson. Yeah. So, it, so my thing is think outside of the box. Now, now you've reached a spot. You're in the second part of his contract. You're in like, I mean, Luca's on, on, on a whole different level. <clears throat> Don't put what you're going for in a box now. I think now you just, I think you should be open more than anything to anything that's on the table. No matter like what kind of star is out there, entertain it, like entertain anybody and everybody look at more versatility on the wings, not just three and D guys, maybe, you know, sacrifice a little defense, but you get a little bit more uh, faster decision-making or a little bit more dribbling on a wing position. Or, you know, you're looking at a guy like DeMar DeRozan, like three years ago, you're like, I don't know. Do we want like sophomore Luca with DeRozan and now let's let's entertain it like let's let's look at it because Luca has evolved as a player whether you want to think Luca has gotten better like I think he's still evolved he's still evolving as an NBA player and 
I, I like that's just my thing is think outside of the box when it comes to building around Luca this year. Yeah, they have to. And we know that they've they've entertained all those before, I, I think, in the past. They just have been like hesitant to pull the trigger or haven't been able to pull the trigger for various reasons. The the assets or got outbid or whatever. Um yeah. but yeah, they, they have to. And and even with the even with the free agency, like why did they go get JaVale McGee? They were like, Okay, well he's gonna fit this specific role and then he ended up, you know, not working out completely at all. So maybe go outside the box and maybe add a redundancy. Another wing would be great right now. If they could have gone and gotten, you know, Bruce Brown or Otto Porter or whoever else could have fit that spot. That they, that player would be awesome right now because of these injuries and because of what the Mavs are, are dealing with. So I'm totally with you on that one. Coming up, I got one for Spencer Dinwiddie. There's one thing I want him to do that he has to do. We'll talk about that coming up. All right, Isaac Harris, let's get into some more New Year's resolutions. I got another one for Spencer Dinwiddie. This one's kind Crypto. of this one's kind of tough because we've talked about it before. I've mentioned it before. He's got to be more aggressive. Got to be yeah. he's got to be more aggressive and he has to he has to take ownership and take like control, I feel like, of the team when especially when Luka's not on the court. Right now, when the Mavericks are like the Mavericks total offensive rating right now is 117. Really good playing really really well on offense when Luca and Dinwiddie are on the court so that starting lineup and then throughout the game closing lineups it's 118.9 so it's even better so it's like it's one of the best when those two are together when D- when Dinwiddie is on the court and uh um oh when, when Dinwiddie is on the court and Luca is off the court it's 105.3. So it goes from 117 total to 105. It's just been so brutal to watch those those units. And you know exactly when it is, right? It's the beginning of the second quarter. It's the beginning of the fourth quarter where the Mavericks have just really tanked. They just really struggle to create any offense at all. And it's kind of all on Dinwiddie right now. Wood is out there a little bit with him, and the Mavericks have tried to juice those lineups, but they need a little bit more in that. That that <laughs> that when Luca is off the floor, and it's just Dinwiddie, the offense drops by eleven point seven points per hundred possessions. Like it's just, that's just a huge steep drop off, and they need a bit, little bit more from from Spencer Dinwiddie. I think to go with being more aggressive, I just put Spencer Dinwiddie take more shots. <laughs> yeah, so he is averaging twelve point three shot attempts per game. You know where that ranks in the NBA? 67th. Say really really low. 67th. 68th is Christian Wood at 12.1. <laughs> that's that's your second and third shot attempts on the team. And you just we got to have somebody else that that can take shots beside Luka. And he can. He's just I think I think it's still the same. I think sometimes he gets in his head a little bit of like trying to be the facilitator a little too much yeah. and we need him to be a little bit more aggressive. So I want him to take a few more shots. This his, year. his usage is like the same as actually it's lower than last year when he was on the maps last year, it was 22%. This year it's 20%. Like he's, he's, t- he's using the ball less. He's like t- using less possessions. You mentioned the shot, the raw shot attempts, 12.3 shot attempts this year, 10.6 last year. He's taking essentially two more threes, and that's all where the shots are coming from, like the more shots are coming from that he's taking. Uh, he also, last year, 4.7 free throw attempts, 2.6 free throw attempts per game this year. We already know yeah. the, the the Tony Brothers situation and all that and why he's not getting a good whistle po- possibly. But, yeah, just need to be more aggressive. He's also been really effective in isolations. Uh, he's, like, one of the, the top, like, isolation 
percentage wise in the NBA, 26% of his possessions are in isolation. Harden is number one at 32. Luca is number two at, at uh, 25%. And he's 14th out of the highest volume isolation players in, uh, in points per possession. So he's, he's been effective yeah. in isolation. He, he is doing it a lot. You just got to have it more. It's got to be more like it's got, you got to have yeah. it more from, from Spencer Dinwiddie because that, that lineup without Luca needs more juice. Yeah, I agree. Got any more? Yeah, I do. Um, this kind of goes with the roster building a little bit, but some point in 2023, take the second big swing. Whether it's, you know, before at this trade deadline, if there's one that presents itself, if it's the off season, if it's, you know, later on this fall, I think this is year you need to take the next big swing. I think you owe it to Luca. Um, now, obviously, it depends on who the star is and all that. But, you know, once you get to the offseason, you get another pick involved with that. I actually put on my list, too, a resolution. Like, convey the pick this year. Get this out of the way. Like, go ahead and con- convey the <laughs> Give pick. Give it to the Knicks. Yeah, just, I mean, even if you get to the deadline and you got to, like, drop the protections on it to include another pick, if it's, like, a bigger trade, like, go ahead and do it. Like, if you're, you're that confident you're not going to be in the top 10, like, take the protection off of it for this summer. But um, And you know what people always say? Dallas is going to get a seat at the table. Here we go. <laughs> I just, I, I think it's, it, it's, it's this calendar year is the time to take, you know, the next Porzingis type of swing at a guy. Take, take the chance, go out and try to get a, a legit second star next to Luca. Like you said, around the draft, they'll have all their, their picks available to like to them after the, the 2023 one goes. And I think they'll be set up to, to make one of those moves. I, I don't know if it's... A, this is where Nick comes in and says, Kyle Kuzma could be available. He's going to be a free agent, so I don't think they're going to trade for him necessarily. But I guess you could and then extend him you know, star. right there. But uh, I, I mean, that's outside of the box, though. That's part of one of your other yeah. ones. Like, think outside the box. Maybe you add a couple of guys, but they really... Well, I put on here, too. I put, get a second top 35 player. Like, it kind of goes together. Yeah. Like, you know, I'm tired of seeing these lists that ESPN or Bleacher Report or whoever it is puts together these top 100 players and the next Maverick on the player or on the list is like, you know, what? Dinwiddie was 69 this year. (laughs) Nice. Like, not nice. And so it's, I'm I'm tired of seeing those lists. Can we get somebody top 40, top 35? I mean, it'd be nice if it was a top 30 player, top 25 player alongside Luca, but can we get a legit top 35 player next to you know, next to Luca, some some point this calendar year, we'll see. Oh, I hope so. <laughs> you know what I thought about going to this pod was I was trying to look at specific players and stuff, and some of the stuff it's like, man, I just want you to like continue it, but that's not like fun for New Year's resolutions. No one <laughs> thinks about that, right? No one goes into a New Year saying, you know what, I want to continue blank. It's always like starting something new. Yeah, it was kind of hard for Luca to be honest because Luca's is playing so otherworldly. What else can it's you like, ask for him? Yeah, it's like all right. You can get better defensively. I just think some of that's just that, like, effort at times. And because it's like when he really, really tries, he's not that bad of a defender. It's just sometimes he doesn't try because I think he's just like, he's just tired. He's like, I'm just going to conserve my energy some. I think the one thing I was looking at, like, yeah, you can th- think about like arguing with refs. But that's just kind of like who he is. I think the one thing I would say is for what, what a behavioral New Year's resolution is not something that everyone does. Like, ah, I, want, I want this behavior to change in myself. Well, this, I mean, this kind of goes with it is I would like for him to improve his body language with his teammates on the floor. Mm. That's, I think that's something that if I had to pick a new year's resolution for, 
for you know for Luca this year is less kind of like showing up teammates whenever they make a mistake or looking at the bench. He does kind of like the look at mom, you know, when you're like brother or sister like messes up and it's like He's like looking at the bench, like, come on, like, you see that? Like, did you see this happen? Uh, ja- JaVale was literally removed from the lineup because of that move that Luca would do every time. If I had to pick something, and I know that's a small thing because it's hard to, you know, nitpick Luca there, but uh, that'd be something I would say a New Year's resolution for. Yeah. And can part of that be attributed to the lack of talent around him? Like, yeah, sure, for sure. Like, you know, you don't want to completely, like, uh, take away. It's it's part of it is the amount of talent around him, right? If he had somebody else, he would be a lot more excited about games and stuff, and not watching Bullock brick another three three again or Dwight Powell not be yeah, able to well, finish uh, around yeah. the rim. Yeah, I mean he's yeah. I just don't think that that's ever gonna just like Jason Kidd taking tech for Luca. You know, like like we all think that Jason Kidd go out and getting tech is gonna stop Luca from complaining to the refs. I'm like, all right, come on. <laughs> I don't think you know. Even having the best teammates in the world, like if you're going to lose some game, he's still going to do it. Yeah. I think there's still ways to improve it no matter how good your team is. For sure. All right, I got one more. Reggie Bullock, live every day like it's December and January. <laughs> Reggie Bullock started the season October through November, 27% from three on four and a half three-point attempts per game. He was also a minus 2.5 in the plus minus on average in December and January. So far, 37% on four three point attempts per game. He's a plus 1.6. Like literally his making more threes is changing his plus minus all, like for like by three points because <laughs> he's making another three each game. Reggie Bullock, the enigma. I just, we should just put him in ice for like October, November. Maybe, maybe it's cold weather. Maybe he just really likes cold weather. I guess. <laughs> Well, they moved, they traded him to Dallas, and I guess he, I don't know. Uh, yeah, any, you got any more? No, that's it. Let us know in the comment section below what other New Year's resolutions should the Mavericks have. Uh, thanks for li- making Lockdown Mavs your first listen. Go check out Lockdown Sports today. Lockdown NBA, great stuff all the time, guys. Thanks so much for listening to Lockdown Mavs. Peace out. Boom. <laughs>